it's a real shame that people try to spend years figuring out stuff when they can just buy it. Like, why would I spend 10 years to figure out something that someone's already done and they can tell me in 60 minutes? <laughs> and I'll pay them a grand and they'll just tell me. In this episode of my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms, Season 3, I sit down with Riley Stewart, who just at 24 years age has become a millionaire. He's currently running six gyms and we talk about his new venture, DeFi Link. What an impressive young entrepreneur. Great episode, guys. Remember, if you like my podcast, like, subscribe and share. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms. I'm joined by Riley Stewart. How are you, mate? Chris, pleasure to be here. Very good. Now, Riley Stewart's actually a friend of mine. He's even came in to see Reventon. He's, we share the same business coach as well, Mr. Kevin Franz. And we also go to the same club of United Business Club, uh, which is an entrepreneur's meeting in Melbourne. So we've got a lot of uh, similarities and things we talk about. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. So now, um, you run multiple gyms now. How many gyms do you own at the moment? There's six gyms. Six gyms. Yeah. Last time I spoke, I think there was three or four? Uh, there's probably two, depends when. Last year I picked up five, or, and one at the start of this year. So during COVID, you were very active, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, COVID hit, right, and, and immediately everyone was like scared and they were going, in this, going into this negative mindset. And I thought, okay, there's gonna be some people out there that are looking at this positively. How can I become one of the people that are excited by COVID? And then I figured over time that that would be by taking up gyms uh, that are failing because of COVID, which is unfortunate, but there's an opportunity there. So I put out feelers and then basically as the industry went downhill, there would occasionally be a good opportunity that came up, solid business owner already in there, good location, good membership model. And then I came in as an investor and took over half the gym. I've got a few friends that are actually doing that. I've got a friend in Sydney who's taken over quite a lot of gyms at the moment. He's aggressively getting into it. How did you get into the fitness industry? Mm. Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, by luck, really, or by chance. Yeah, I started in, um, my studies was mechatronic engineering, international business. What's that? So it was a, I was studying a double degree in basically building robots and how to sell the robots. That's what I wanted to do. So I was building automated machines and um, coding them and then building out the moving parts for those. Wow. And then when I got into the industry, you started in uh, mechanical engineering, which is like 90% of engineering in Australia is construction stuff. And it's really boring. So I didn't like that at all. So I went and just started business uh, straight away instead of going through climbing up the ranks. I just thought, let's just start myself. Um, started selling uh, solar panels door to door with a few other guys. It would have been a great experience, wouldn't it? Great experience. It was uh, rough, <laughs> to say the least. I've done door-to-door -door as well. Yeah. So I, I loved it. It was tough, but I learned a lot. I was selling AAPT, switching people's phones. Okay, yeah. Usually it was uh, that plus electricity plus out, us all out in the same field at the same time. We'd always run into each other. Um, and then I decided this is a waste of time going door-to-door. -door. Why don't I just sell to the masses by becoming very good at marketing? So then I decided to just become excellent at marketing, started marketing for the gym I was going to at the time, and then the rest is history, right? Then we built, uh, built from, uh, I think, nine staff, zero to nine staff in the first year and a half, and then the last 18 months we've gone to 26 staff. That's fantastic. The agency. Yeah. So now, um, how, do you, how do you run six gyms? Uh, put the best people in there, right? So each of the gyms I have left the existing, or the previous owner in there as a shareholder and the manager, 
So I don't want to be there managing the place. Four of them in Queensland, right? So I'm not flying to Queensland every week. So we just keep the manager in there who was already, who established the gym, who ran into some difficulties. We come in, I, be, I bring in my team of gym growth experts. We train them up, bring in some capital, and then we fill it with more members um, through our marketing team. So they basically do it for me after that. The team, it's all hands off for me. I've, same name, same brand. You just inject your expertise, a bit of money, a bit of capital, and of course the marketing and off you go. Exactly. Very clever model. Yeah. What was the hardest thing you've learned in business so far? Now, I know you're young, but you're very successful. What was the youngest thing you've learned? What was the hardest thing you've learned in business? Uh, <laughs> hardest thing I've learned. Mm. COVID was a challenge without a doubt. Like the industry crumbled and it's still feeling the effects from that. And the US, because we've got half our client bases in the States, half is in North America and then half is in Australia and New Zealand. So watching both of those going through their periods on and off of lockdowns and whatnot, America had like 12 months of lockdowns. Mm. So throughout all of this, you just, you either push and, and swim or you sink. So I think there was a period around November last year after not taking a weekend for six months that I was looking at my hands shaking like this. I was trying to type some stuff and I'm like, I can't get any clarity, my hands are shaky. And I realized I needed to take a break. So the hard lesson there was to take regular breaks, take regular holidays, just take some time off, don't work for a period. So you can get that relaxation phase. Like if you're doing bicep curls, it's not just about holding the bicep up here, you need to relax it too. And then you can get another rep in. So it's about getting the reps. And also too, it's, it's it's about thinking with more clarity and being able to make better decisions because I've burnt out as well in the past as well from yeah. doing it. And, and, and make, you make better decisions. So um, how many times do you, work, do you work out a week? Mine has fluctuated a lot over the years. When I was going crazy, it was five or six days a week. Now it's probably two or three. So I do a lot less now. It's two or three more than me. <laughs> now I'm getting back into it again. What... Um, What's, what's a great fitness tip? Because you're in the industry that you can share with our audience. Now you said relaxation, because I think that's one of the most important things you can do, yep. is rest your mind, body and soul, it's so important. But what's, what's a good fitness tip? So there, there's a new piece of technology called a Vitruvian form, V-I-T-R-U-V-I-A, uh, V-I-A-N, Vitruvian. Vitruvian form. Like the Vitruvian man, which was Leonardo da Vinci, he created this. Um, this piece of technology is what I work out on. It takes me 15 minutes at a time and it gives you a full body sweat and your heart's elevated and I feel like I'm going to throw up, which, you know, I've had a good workout then. Um, but basically, it's, it's a plug for them. So a robotically controlled resistance machine automatically measures your strength uh, output at that no time way. and it matches it. So it's fighting you at your maximum ability at all times, which means that one set is like I've done five sets. Are you serious? I've never heard of this before. So, yeah, so it, sh it tears your muscles very quickly. What is it? It's just a platform and it's got two cables with um, two 200 kilo motors on it. That uh, It has a resistance of 200 kilos and then it fights you, basically. And, and uh, how big is this machine? Where do you buy it? How much does it cost? I'm so intrigued. About two and a half grand, I yep. think, and well worth it. And uh, you just buy Truvian.com. They're probably about the length of this table, maybe a little bit, a little bit more. I think that this is going to... Uh, Revolutionise the industry? Yeah, like some, of, some gyms are adopting this kind of technology already to put in the gym. 
for me or for busy, busy professionals, I think that they'll start to leave gyms and come to this stuff uh, or maybe keep the gym as part of it for the community and then use this at home. But like I own gyms and I don't go to gym anymore. I just use this machine. So, Well, I can tell you I'm actually going to look this up. Um, after this, well, I'll actually put the uh, the link in the comments to this because that's, yeah, that's great. intriguing. That's yeah. two and a half thousand. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. Now, what do you think about diets? Now, I know you eat a lot because I've seen this guy, <laughs> eat, and he can eat three, four meals back to back. So he's a machine. So, um, yeah, what do you think about diets? Diets, I intermittent fast, and I have for years. Uh, I find that's very good because if I eat in the morning, I can't think as well, and I feel cloggy and I feel like I can't make decisions. I feel like I'm stuck to the chair. So I don't eat until 12 or two, given on but the But then day. when you eat, let me tell you, he eats. And then when I eat, I make up for it. <laughs> so my meals would be compressed to six to eight hours a day in, in that period, yeah. Um, other than that, I don't really diet. Don't eat, I don't eat shit all the time, but uh, that's about the only diet I follow is intermittent fasting and, and good supplements. Now look, I, I'll, I'll actually call you the true mark of a serial entrepreneur because you're doing quite a lot of things. I know you, you look, you're looking at crypto, you're, you're launching a few other things which I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to you more about. Tell us a bit about them. So current project at the moment is DeFi Link, Decentralized Finance Link. DeFi is a uh, sector of the crypto space. So crypto being Bitcoin, Ethereum, all of these tokens is crypto. About 7% of the crypto holders know about DeFi. And DeFi is a, instead of using a bank, you would go to an algorithm which has, which instead of being a middleman, there's an algorithm which connects people with money to people that want money. And it takes a very fractional margin in the middle for allowing that transaction like between people. Like an introduction, people. so to speak. Yeah, but through the, through the algorithm, you don't ever know who that person is, but it's a pool of investors, like the bank might go and um, get capital and they'll give you 0.5% interest for your term deposit and then they loan that out for 5 or 10% interest. So they're taking a 10% middleman spread. The algorithm might take a 0.2% middleman spread and it just connects those two pools together for loaners and lenders. And you don't know who it is either. You don't know who it is. Could be some guy in China, someone in Russia. Doesn't matter, it's connecting all of them. So wow. DeFi is uh, it's gonna make a lot of banks lose a lot of money and a lot of financial institutions lose a lot of money but that will come to the DeFi space. So it's very interesting comparing that to the fitness industry because you have to, <laughs> I was saying to one of our coaches today, I have to bang people over the head to get them into the gym. But as soon as I mention crypto, they're knocking down your door. They want to come in very quickly. So this space is uh, expanding very quickly. Um, current market cap is about $2 trillion. I expect it to be around 300 trillion in about 10 years. So from 2 million to 300? Yeah, trillion. Trillion? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of money flowing in there, yeah. Now, I'm definitely keen to hear more about that. Now, you're, I know you have a business mentor. What do you think of mentors and what, why do you think they're <laughs> important? As I know you've I got think, a I, Yeah, I've got multiple business mentors. I think that it's a real shame that people try to spend years figuring out stuff when they can just buy it. Like, why would I spend 10 years to figure out something that someone's already done and they can tell me in 60 minutes? <laughs> and I'll pay them a grand and they'll just tell me, why would I spend time, um, time when money's easily um, spendable to just do the same thing? And how long would it result? take you to learn, but how much time, how much money yeah. would you save? So it's not just the, the it's, it's, it's overall how quick you can get there, how much further you can go, it's so many more benefits. Why else? Exactly, yeah. Well, if I can be, 
if if it takes the average person until 59, I think is the stat, to be a billionaire, why don't I just pay people who are billionaires or close to it and try to get there by 30, right? So that's what I'm trying to figure out uh, how to do is exactly that. You just want to pay people. And it's great to have mentors around you throughout, throughout the whole time. Like through COVID, if I didn't have my coaches, I would have probably made a lot of poorer decisions. So it's about decision making. You want to have good quality people who have knowledge and expertise and leverage that. And I personally know a lot of the people that you speak to as well, and you do deal with high-level people. How do you go? How, how do you go about finding those people? Because like, a lot of people say they're knowledgeable, say they're gurus, say they can help you. How do you select which ones are the real deal? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Uh, there's a lot of business coaches out there, like you said, heaps, and most of them are just. Or crap. don't have money. They, they've never they've never helped <laughs> us how to business themselves. Yeah. which I find that funny because you're coaching someone yeah. on how to have a business, but that's a different story. So how do you... So if, if they have a background as a business builder, okay, done, first box. And then just conversation with them. Do you like what they're about? Because you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. You need to vibe with them, I think. What's their... I, I always... If I don't feel like I've learned something from talking with them, very quickly you know that they're not the right fit and you'll leave. But if they've got the experience and... Uh, they sound like they know what they're talking about and they some of the things you action them and they end up giving you results great good coach and nothing venture nothing gain so speaking to the right people is so important and i think what you said synergy is important too because you are spending time with them you want to have the same values the same core ethics as well because you want to a lot of times you speak to a mentor and you want to emulate part of their success or part mm. of their results you want to make sure that they're going to do it in a manner that you say yeah i'm proud that i did it in that way i think that's important um, how did you cope mainly through COVID? Now, business sense it was all right. How was the how was the main struggles for you? Mm. What do you mean? How was the main struggles? Through all of the main struggles. Business was one thing. Business is one thing for sure. Uh, keeping fit. I did this was before the Vitruvian came because it took six months for them to make it and ship it to me. So it's very make new product. these products. Yeah, they're, they're, so they. So when you order it, there's a six month backlog. Uh, I think they're caught up a lot now, but there was in the early days. It might only be a month or two now. Um, but they're in very high demand and they're not manufacturing many. So I was doing a lot of sprints. That was a big thing I was doing. It was uh, inter intermittent kind of sprints. Do a 100-meter sprint, gun it, and then die, and then gun it and die, and gun it and just lay on the floor dead, um, trying to recover very quickly. So that was something I did for fitness, but a lot of COD as well. I played a lot of Xbox. That was my downtime. <laughs> Get the boys on and play Xbox. That was social time. That's what my son does. He's, he's actually he's going to be one of the people that I think is going to be so disappointed when COVID stops because he's having a ball. Yeah. He doesn't want this to have rent. Yeah. So I go to him, son, how are you? He goes, I'm good, Dad. For a gamer, I go, this is like heaven for my son. So yeah. he's going to have the exact opposite effect when COVID stops. Yeah. I think the depression is going to hit him pretty hard. Yeah. So um. What's the future look like for you? What's the main things on the card? You've got a lot of things, you're, as I said, you're a wheeler and dealer. Yeah. Well, the fitness industry, so that's, that's really what made me, which I've always been grateful for, but now my second in charge, I'm training her up to be the CEO. So she'll be the CEO in the next three to six months. And then that gives me a lot of opportunity to follow, focus on DeFi Link. So I've, I imagine that my next five years is gonna be launching lots of blockchain businesses because the platform we're building is helping established businesses launch themselves on the blockchain because you can get you can release a um, release tokens on the blockchain as a business in the traditional world if you're like a bank you might get a 20 times multiple if you're a gym you might get a two times multiple in the crypto world add another zero 
you're looking at a 200 times multiple on your token value. So even even more, maybe two zeros. So you might get a thousand dollars turned into two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, which is just it's nuts. Un, even if yeah. one thousand turns into two thousand, is a great return. Yeah, if you can. But in to turn yeah. to two hundred, that is just insane numbers. If you can get ten percent yield, you you're having a great time, right? But crypto, you wouldn't even get out of bed for ten percent. You wouldn't get out it for anything less than a multiple. So it's going to be launching, helping other businesses connect with the blockchain. That's going to be our focus, right? So in the next three to six months, you're going to, um, I guess, your 2IC to become your CEO. Yep. Um, something that I'm looking at doing over the course of the next few years as well to focus on other interests. And then from there, focus on your new DeFi link, which DeFi is link. a form of blockchain. What, or is it? So DeFiLink.tech is the website if you want to check it out. Um, it is a platform that's, so the issue with crypto right now is you need to be a tech nerd to get into it. So you can lose money very easily because you send it to the wrong place well, yeah. and maybe you enter your money into a platform that's actually a scam because there's so much profit to be made. There's a lot of scammers out there in the, pla in the place as well. anything, isn't it? Heaps, right? There's a lot of suckers too because it's a new technology. So we are the bridge between the masses and all of these platforms out there. So uh, you go to our platform, we'll have automatic investing pools into verified and trusted um, places. Uh, platforms, some of these give interest yields of like 180% per annum on US dollars. It's nuts, right? So as those opportunities pop up, we'll let our investors know. They'll be able to put in their funds and do that securely through our platform. Well, look, that's, that's amazing. Thank you for joining us, Riley. Now, are you ready for our quick fire questions? Okay, hit me. All right, I won't hit you, but I'll give you the question. How's that? <laughs> now, you've got too many rings on. I'm scared to hear you back. Now, what was your first job? Pizza chef. Pizza yeah, chef. Yeah, we won awards as a pizza chef. I smashed out three pizzas a minute. Really? Growth or profit? I like growth. Yeah, over profit. Okay. Growth's fun. If you had one superpower, what would it be? Flying. Yeah. Flying. All these rings are going to weigh you down. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favourite actor? Oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Or Will Smith. Okay. Now, here's one for you. Who would play you in a role, a, a story of your life? Who would play you in a movie? Who, which actor would be? Jeez, that's a Mr. good one. Mr. Riley Stewart. Wow. I think Johnny Depp would do a good job of it. He'd give a quirk to it. No, right. Yeah. And he's already, you've seen the Savage. Yeah, he's got a lot he of rings. He's already yeah. got all the rings. There you go. <laughs> yeah. If you look at his Cologne Savage, which I've got, very similar style. Yeah. Yeah. Vegan or meat diet? Uh, I was vegan for nine months. I wouldn't do it again until we've got substitute meat that's uh, <laughs> good enough, but I, I like meat. Okay. Um, a night out or a night in? Let's say 75% of the time night in, 25 out. Okay. Mixture, I like it. Yeah. How much can you bench? Oh, I think <laughs> max is uh, 120. Pounds? Kilos. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Deadlift is 200. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. What was your greatest achievement? Now, you've had a lot today, and you're going to have a lot more because I know you. What's your greatest achievement today? In business, it would be, I think, this year, being 24 years old, I became a millionaire, self-made millionaire, so I was very happy with that. That was a big milestone on the, uh, that I was aiming for for a long time, since I was two. <laughs> um, Just to that comment on business, that, so he's yeah. 24 years old, he's become a millionaire, so I'm very proud 
very proud of that fact. Not a lot of people can lay claims to that fact, so well done. That's awesome. A lot more rings coming for you. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think personally, 2016, I went traveling around Asia for three and a half months, and that was that was a big personal milestone because it was going from. So you're only 18 years old. Yeah, I was 18, maybe 19. Yeah, and just uh, my bubble exploded. Like I burst out of my bubble, right, and I became confident, and I became aware of other things out there, and realized that the world's a great place, and people are generally nice, no matter where you are in the world. And it expanded my horizons a lot. Mm. So backpacking solo across Asia was one of the best experiences I've ever had. Definitely a pivotal moment. That's awesome because you grow a lot as a person. Yeah. Now, you've shared a lot of great um, tips for our audience. Give me two, three key takeaways that you want our audience to uh, take from this podcast. Take breaks. Okay, You need to have actual holidays where you're not on holiday looking at your phone <laughs> and thinking about so work. So take free. Like, yeah, have, well, not necessarily tech-free, but just not business. Okay. Okay? Do not work. If you're, if, if you're not at work, enjoy the shit out of not being at work. Don't kind of be at work when you're not at work. Right? I like that a lot. What so, else? Uh, something that I see a lot of our guys come through as they start to hustle and focus on business is they forget to take care of themselves, eat and train regularly. So health? Health. Yep. Yep. And um, maintain your relationships as part of that as well. Right? Health is wealth, isn't it? Yeah. It's very important. Now, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much have you enjoyed this podcast? <laughs> I'll give it an 11. My man. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. And to all the audience, I hope you grabbed a lot of takeaways from this. I sure, certainly did. We are speaking to a 24-year-old self-made millionaire. So thanks for joining us, mate. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening.